When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview Sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Hirsch Aurora, a partner and business unit leader at Kelly Cronenberg, where he heads the business law practice and maintains his primary office in Fort Lauderdale. Hirsch concentrates in the areas of business litigation and complex domestic and international corporate transaction matters. Hirsch, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. It's a pleasure. Yes, we greatly appreciate your time. Uh, a couple of quick legal disclaimers. One, Hirsch is in the state of Florida. If you are not in the state of Florida, please seek legal counsel where you are. Um, he is not dispensing any legal advice on today's podcast. And a special thank you to financial advisor Robert Lehman for introducing us. Hirsch, let's go back in time a little bit. What inspired you to go to law school in the first place? You've got kind of an interesting background. Right. So um, I get asked about my background a lot and how I ended up becoming a lawyer because uh, law is my uh, second career. I, I started off um, in business. And so um, obviously it's not by chance that I'm a business attorney because first of all, uh, I entered uh, the business industry, specifically hospitality industry. So I have varied experience in hospitality uh, industry, real estate and healthcare, and that translates into what I do today as a business attorney. So I um, spent about uh, 10 years of my life initially um, in these different industries, uh, mainly focusing in uh, hospitality management and then transitioned uh, into law, and uh, pretty much as being in hospitality industry, um, it's, it's a service industry. You're serving uh, folks uh, in different um, you know, areas uh, within the hospitality and leisure um, 
sectors. And um, one compliment that I always received is that, is that you're precise and that um, you analyze things and um, you um, present things well. And so those, those things um, sort of um, stayed with me. And then I um, got an opportunity to shadow a lawyer and a judge uh, after I immigrated to the United States um, and got exposed to the system here, which was very impressive to me. And, um, and then I went to law school and uh, never turned back and has, I have remained uh, a lawyer uh, for over 14 years now. Well, congratulations on that and an incredible journey. Talk a little bit about what you do at Kelly Cronenberg. So I had the uh, business law practice. We, we do both business litigation and uh, corporate commercial transactions, both internationally uh, and domestically. Um, so anything that you can think of in simple terms, uh, dispute that business owners have uh, either in court or out of court, we help them resolve those disputes. And anytime businesses are thinking about wonderful things, uh, such as mergers, acquisitions, getting bought out and or buying other businesses, we help them with that. So we are uh, fierce negotiators um, for our business clients. Who is, I know it's going to vary, but who is an ideal client? Is there a specific size of business or industry that you work in? Uh, no. So we, we don't have a size limitation as to who we can serve. We serve uh, startups uh, to publicly traded companies. And we have the capacity and bandwidth to do that uh, with efficiency. And so um, anyone that wants help um, just starting out that they have just set up and or they have a vision, we can help them start a business. Um, of course, they're going to have their own business plan. But from legal standpoint, structuring them uh, in a way that uh, will be efficient for them tax-wise and from legal liability standpoint, we can help them with that. And as they mature and grow uh, and potentially you want to, um, you know, publicly uh, be listed, uh, we can help them through the life cycle uh, of uh, growing and, and potentially sometimes uh, things happen where you have to close down your business. So we are also uh, involved in the um, end of this business life cycle where we can help businesses um, liquidate um, and, and close shop if need be. Or transition to the next generation, hopefully. Potentially, and that's many times what serial entrepreneurs do. They, they close a business for a reason and, and transition into a new business. Many times that results from either a sale of all the assets um, to another business and or, you know, morphing out of some sort of acquisition. And then we are restructuring and setting up um, a new business for them. What are some of the biggest mistakes, obviously, uh, you see business owners making when it comes to protecting themselves? So uh, one of the most common theme uh, that uh, we see throughout small businesses and big businesses is not paying enough attention when it comes to planning for the future. And um, although you might think that big businesses have resources and um, they can plan very well because they have the monetary backing uh, and they have the service staff to help them through it, but unfortunately um, it's not as common as we would like to see it. So uh, a lot of my practice is involved with um, preventative counseling and I'm a proponent of 
structuring things right to prevent legal issues later on down the road. And so the common theme is that uh, folks do not really pay attention to the intricacies of contracts. And that's the heart of any business um, transaction and or dispute that um, you need to have good solid contracts. And based off of that, you can either have a wonderful transaction and, and, and great money-making venture and or that could result to a complete downfall when you don't have good solid contracts that could lead to disputes and pretty much um, result in potentially bankruptcy at times. Today's world, it seems like, let's say the credit card processors, the merchant processors are so heavily weighted in favor of the consumer as opposed to the business owner and the merchant. What do you say to, let's say a business owner says, I mean, I have this 14 page contract written by highly priced lawyers, but it doesn't stop somebody from charging back anyway, their transaction. And then I got to fight and the contract doesn't just solve the problem. I still got to fight for my money. How do you deal with that? How do you help with that? So um, believe it or not, there are a lot of disputes um, of uh, not just small amounts, but collectively they become, like you said, uh, big sums that businesses struggle with. So we have had experience dealing with similar issues, uh, but again, it boils down to that contract, right? So if you have right terms and there are disputes that arise out of it, uh, guess what? If you're gonna submit a dispute and or a credit card company is involved with the resolution of that dispute with, between the consumer and the business, they're going to look at that contract. And if you have good terms that provide enough protection where the chargebacks you know, weren't proper for one reason or the other, and business was entitled because they've either rendered services and or delivered products that they are entitled to the money, most likely the merchant processor will basically have a decision favorable to the business. So they, they can pretty much avoid going to court um, and or going to some other sort of dispute resolution mechanism like arbitration and um, save a lot of legal fees and costs, which are unnecessary, uh, because now they got a decision that is in their favor. And potentially if the consumer takes it to a consumer attorney that potentially wants to take it to a different level, maybe like, you know, go to court when that uh, attorney for the consumer is going to look at that contract, he or she will see that the provisions actually protect the business. And even if they were to go to the next level, that they might not have a prevailing head. So there you go. That's That's how you protect yourself by having solid provisions in a contract that can you know, just not be good for these disputes, but later on stopping another party from going to the next level and, and draining a business more of its resources uh, versus um, letting the business keep those monies and reinvest in themselves and, and grow uh, more than they should spend. Absolutely. You've been a, a, a part of many interesting transactions and deals over the years. Obviously, your client identities are confidential, but can you share like a hypothetical case without disclosing their names of some of the more interesting transactions you've been involved of? So, um, well, the transactions um, vary in different industries. Um, so uh, interesting as far as, um, you know, my area is concerned, um, interesting comes in form of um, monetary values, right? So 100 million transactions might be, um, you know, very interesting and, um, uh, attractive uh, in a certain industry or space. And so we see a lot of um, interesting uh, technology-based transactions uh, that uh, to us is um, 
exciting because we know that our world is changing because of our global economy and um, technology can actually do a lot of good for various industries, not just one. So talking about you know, technology, when, when we see through this pandemic, we, we did several transactions where um, technology basically has changed the landscape of many of these industries. And without, of course, I cannot disclose um, the extent of what that technology was uh, because of uh, the confidentiality uh, obligations that I have for my clients. But, uh, but basically um, some of those um, transactions um, have changed, uh, like I said, just complete industry, uh, where, whether it be workforce or healthcare. And so with healthcare, we know that um, a pandemic has pretty much propelled uh, telemedicine. And um, a lot of stuff that we used to think, well, we're going to just have to go to the doctor for something small. And folks were not just you know, okay with it because they just weren't used to the technology. Like you and I are having this through video, a Zoom platform, folks were just not ready for it, but pandemic forced us all to be ready. And so similarly, you know, a lot of, um, let's say counseling that was done, um, and I'm talking about um, just, um, you know, therapy, uh, psychological therapy, et cetera, that you'd have to go waste time uh, for two hours or three hours to uh, your therapist's office. Now you could easily do this over Zoom where the therapist can see, um, you know, a patient and uh, necessarily they don't have to, um, uh, they don't have to diagnose you with anything. Um, you're just having like a session talking to your therapist and now that can easily be done. And within what technology permitted is basically keeping everything, uh, you know, HIPAA uh, protected, meaning that all this information um, is going to be uh, very well protected where uh, no one else third party can uh, come in view and only the participant and the physician um, can or the therapist can participate in that session. So um, again, without giving uh, the details of uh, the transactions, uh, these are some uh, of the transactions uh, that uh, I'm proud of that we did that have actually now changed uh, the industry um, or industries. I mentioned healthcare and technology. And, um, and I think that um, I'm excited to see what the future will hold and if we're going to ever go back. So one of the important thing about, you know, uh, some of these um, transactions is that we looked at uh, these transactions as we got them done with a different um, eye, because uh, pre-pandemic lawyers were looking at these transactions uh, in a way that not thinking about that there could be pandemic or something else that could come about that could just completely change. Um, and we would have uh, disputes over things that we didn't think that we would have disputes over on issues of impossibility, et cetera. So, so we looked at transactions and we closed these transactions um, thinking about the unthinkable and, um, and incorporating them and envisioning if after close, the revenue targets are not met because the consumers don't adopt to this new technology, et cetera, that how can we sort of unwrangle and resolve if a dispute comes out. So we, so we incorporated those issues that you can um, obviously imagine uh, were uh, normal for us lawyers now to think about and, and protect our clients. So, so I think that was um, something different that we did um, beyond just the regular due diligence of um, 
adding more innovative and creative ways for clients to effectively and efficiently resolve disputes if they were to arise uh, because of the world that we live in now. Absolutely. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? So I have always been a problem solver and being a business attorney just gives me that opportunity so much more and to help people and see the results um, is fascinating. So, and I love that about my job where it's not just one litigation. It's about, you know, making sure that we resolve that litigation or arbitration and then structure back the client in a way that the client is back making money. I serve clients that are interested in making a lot of money and they are making money. And of course, I mean, of course I serve nonprofits as well and they have their own objectives um, and missions to do good um, for our society and uh, where we live uh, and work. But for most of the for-profit businesses, just seeing them grow and bringing them out of a mess, like a litigation, et cetera, that is uh, better company type litigation where they can just completely go out of business and have them flourish after that is completely rewarding to me. And, um, and I consistently see that. And um, uh, I'm proud of uh, the work that my team does in that regards and making sure that the clients uh, understand and benefit from our uh, ongoing preventative counseling that we do uh, even pre-litigation, post-litigation and consistently as we serve them. For our folks who are watching and listening, where is the best place for them to go to learn more about you? So um, uh, Kelly Cronenberg, where um, I, I lead my practice is a full service firm. We have a comprehensive website uh, at kellycronenberg.com. So I invite all viewers to actually go to our website. Um, they can reach me directly at uh, H Aurora, which is H and then my last name, A-R-O-R-A at uh, kklaw.com. Or uh, my clients always have access um, uh, to me directly. So I freely give out my cell phone number, which is 305-367-1625. Um, uh, folks can contact me if they have any questions uh, or queries about, you know, where they might be uh, in their business life. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're happy to um, help and uh, be of assistance. All right. Well, we know your time is incredibly valuable. We greatly appreciate you spending some of it with us. This has been Seth Green with Hirsch Aurora of Kelly Cronenberg. Uh, Hirsch, thanks again for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Thanks again to Bob Lehman for the introduction, and we will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.